Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. And Rodgers under center. Tunyon the tight end right side of the formation. Dylan the lone back. He's had 93 yards rushing today. Motion to Watson. He'll get the hand up. And room to run oh. at the 40. He's history. Down the sideline. 20, 10, 5. And dives into the end zone for the touchdown. For show. We're back with more of the Scores Bears post-game show with Mully from the Mully and Haw Show and former Bears long-snapping Ironman Patrick Manley on Sports Radio 670, The Score, Chicago's home for Bears fans, always live on the free Odyssey app. Oh, yes, indeed. It's the post-game show on The Score, and that is what it sounded like on WBBM, our sister station, um, yeah. Hold on, Mully. Studs, don't we have, like, some highlights? I mean, aren't we down enough already? Can we get, like, Justin Fields' yeah. touchdown run played over and over and over? Or some of his Can throws? Can put it on loop? Yeah, just, just, like just trying to set the plays. tone, guys. <sighs> the tone's set. Trust me. <laughs> Listeners know. <laughs> I mean, you can hear it in my voice. The tone's yeah. set. But just try to pick me up a little bit. we got a long two weeks for the play. Fields. Oh, what a move to move past there we go. And Justin Fields ahead of the field. And gone. What a run. Oh, great. The crowd. That, that sounds really so good. good. <laughs> Wasn't it great to see him back and, and capable of doing that? That is his, uh, I believe, third 50-plus yard uh, touchdown run that we've seen this season, which is extraordinary. And Mully, he makes it look easy. Oh. You know what I mean? Like You know effortless. the great ones when they're effortless. He makes the one guy miss, fall down. Great block by, uh, was that Equinemius St. Brown, I think, yes, on that run? Great job by him. Um, and then just his long stride, it makes it look easy. It looks like he's just kind of coasting, and he's still pulling away from guys that run four, 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 five forties. And it's so funny. It, it, funny is probably the wrong word, but it, it's so amazing because we have seen this happen so often that you like he starts going, and you're like, he's clear, like he's gone. That's it. He's gone. Yeah. Like they're not catching him. Yeah. And you knew that, and it it was wonderful to to see it happen that way. But, you know, again, I think that uh, by the end of the day, you were a little disappointed with everything. But, man, that was a great moment. And it's extraordinary that he can decide to play. Mm -hmm. He has a separated shoulder. We all know that. And yet he's able to do that even, in you know, when he is uh, under duress. It's extraordinary. He's a great player. Yeah, we had a texter earlier that said something on the text line about – 
you know, he played hurt at Ohio State. We know that about him. Yeah. And I wrote back to him. I said, listen, I've seen guys, you know, they play hurt in college, but once they get the pro, pros and they get some money in their pocket, it's all about them. They're, they're investing in themselves, don't want to miss games, hurt themselves for the future, things like that. He doesn't seem like he's that type of kid. He's there to play for his teammates. He's there to play for the Chicago Bears, and he wants to win. And I do like that. And, you know, some people can take it one way or the other, but some guys shut it down. Some guys will not go out there if it's really going to risk them to put bad tape out there and, and, and hurt them to make money in the future. And I love him going out there doing what he's doing. All right, let's get back to the phone lines. A lot of people want to check in. We'll get to all your calls. 312-644-6767. Eddie is in Elmhurst. Hey, Eddie. Hey, I was just uh, going to ask you guys about next year and um, what we're th- what you guys are thinking about if Rodgers gonna, is going to stay in the division and what they do with a top-three draft pick. You know – yeah, I mean, listen, I get it. I think that's where the conversation's going. Mm-hmm. It doesn't surprise me that we're all wondering that and we've talked about it. I just – I can't help but feel, Patrick, that this was a missed opportunity this season. I, I just don't know that the Bears had contemplated the idea that that the Packers were going to be as bad as they were. Right. I think the Bears – I think that that Ryan Poles took this job with the understanding that he was going to be allowed to do whatever he wanted to do and to tear it down and to, you know, see what happens. I think had he been hired and he was a candidate in uh, Minnesota, that he would have done the same thing. And I don't think they were going to let him do it. Hmm. I think that he would have figured out a way to get rid of the quarterback and bury that salary and, you know, bite that bullet and then – get ready for the next year. I totally understand that. But they just clinched their division today. Yep. They were the first team to do so. And um, it, it's not a surprise that they did that, and they've got a great young receiver there, and they've got some pieces there. But, you know, the quarterback, everybody has different opinions on what Kirk Cousins is and mm-hmm. whether he can win in prime time, and we know what the numbers say about him. I just think it's great that a team wins. I can't help it. I, yeah, yeah. I think that's the point of the whole sure. exercise. Yeah, and they're and they're they're trying to rebuild while winning, and that's what you want to do, right? But they have stars there. They yeah. have you know Justin Jefferson is top what three three sure. receivers in the NFL, no question. And Kirk Cousins is you know not not the greatest, but looks like he's having a decent year this year. Dalvin Cook is a very good running back. They've built their own lineup with some yeah. uh, high draft picks. There's some guys in there that maybe they can improve on. So really, they just have to work on that defense a little bit, right? So that's 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 a that's a team that they're they're rebuilding, but while having some firepower. And then one question he asked about Aaron Rodgers: Will he come back? And it just kind of hit me. You know, he's got Christian Watson, and I think in his post game, he's kind of surprised at how well he's improved throughout the year. And if they do continue to lose a couple more games and don't end up with a high draft pick, does does Gutenkus go back to try to help the defense with a high draft pick? And how much will that make Aaron Rodgers ticked? Because he doesn't get a first-round talent around him? Or do they try to help him out on offense with a first-round pick to kind of entice him to stay or to, to really be fully invested in that offense? It's a great question. I, I think they've got a lot of decisions to make themselves. And I think that, you know, that Christian Watson looks like a pretty good player. Yeah. He caught another touchdown today, and he ran for a touchdown today. So I think that if you if you look at – the trend with him, you know, the trend is your friend. 
I think that guy's becoming a pretty good player. Mm-hmm. And and they've got they've got some things that could help them get out of this. I just don't understand how they were as bad as they were on defense all year long. And and I wonder you know, we've 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 heard talk about the coach and getting rid of the defense coordinator, Joe Barry. And, you know, this is an awful story, but we remember that he was in um, he, he was in Detroit when Rod Marinelli lost um, every game yep. in a season. And the only time that's happened in the league and and, um, and I believe it was Rob Parker was the was the uh, sports writer who asked Rod because because Joe Barry is Rod's uh, son-in-law, he asked him, did you ever wish that your daughter had married a better defensive coordinator? Oh. oh, I mean, that is vicious and that is awful. It's funny if you see it that way. How did Coach Marinelli answer that one? I think he was classy about it. He you always know, is. One of, the, always one, of the, one of the coolest, greatest coaches I've ever been yeah. around. Very, really very classy. Good guy. And, yes. Really good Great guy who handled it very well and, um, and just kind of took it in the spirit well, he didn't take it in the spirit in which it was intended. Right, he took right. it as a, you know, a chance for him to talk about his son-in-law, and yeah. and it was, as I said, it was like a vicious comment. Mm. And I, I've never been to a news conference where anyone said that. Anything that's that like mean. a like a every everybody just looks at him like what what you just <laughs> exactly. asked what it's unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, Dean is in Valparaiso. Hey, Dean. Hey guys. Hey. Um- Dean, I'm sorry, your your phone is bad, or you've inhaled uh, hydrogen or something. Something went awry there. Let's call back. Uh, let's try Aaron. Aaron is in Milwaukee. Hey, Aaron. Hey, guys. Watched the game in Milwaukee in a crowded bar with a bunch of Packer fans like I have been for the last 10 years living up here across the uh, Cheddar border. It was very different, though, today. I mean, I'm used to being on the wrong side of the scoreboard uh, in these contests. Uh, but it was almost like everyone in the room could tell and knew that the Packers won today in spite of Aaron Rodgers, not because of Aaron Rodgers. And it was just a very different kind of field today. And I'm not worried about the offense. I I, I think, you know, we'll spend, we'll draft, help is on the way. I, I think I was more encouraged by the run defense today more than anything. And I wanted to hear what you guys thought of that. It felt like that first game up in Lambeau, we got absolutely gutted uh, by the Packers' run game. We had Roquan back then. We had Robert Quinn back then. And we don't have either of those guys today. And I, I felt like they held up pretty well. What do you think? I, I didn't think it was great. I think there were some third-down runs. They could have stopped them, and they didn't. Um, you did give up 175 yards, but 46 yards was to Christian Watson on that end of round. But um, – I guess if you're grading on their curve of who they are and how they've played lately, they played okay then, but they still didn't play good enough. But the one thing I did like about the entire defense in the first half and, and parts of the second half was the hustle, the way they were flying to the ball. They got a lot of people to the ball, and that was good to see. And that's, that means to me, and this is something we'll continue, we'll probably talk about it more as the season goes on the last four games after the bye, is watching the hustle of these guys. How much have they mailed it in, not mailed it in? That's a way to evaluate them. And I thought today they played pretty darn hard. Yeah, I you know, I, I hate to say this because it's going to be very cynical, but I didn't think it would hold up. Mm-hmm. I, I felt like they were, wow, they're doing great. But I didn't know that it would hold up. 
and I feel like there were a lot of players on the field that I didn't know a lot about. I, I just I didn't, and and um, and that kind of upset me a little bit because it's they're just slapping it together at this point, and, and I mean that's just the reality of it. And as as the caller mentioned, you know they they had some better players, and then when you thought about what they were missing and you started adding up the the names yeah there there's there 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 wasn't a lot of opportunity to win that game no and just some of the names you got you know J- Jalen Jones backup backup yeah. Jack Sanborn was a backup backup Josh yep. Blackwell backup 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 uh DeAndre Houston Carson is a triple backup Elijah Hicks seventh round pick in 2022 is a backup backup you know Matthew Adams, Armand Wall. I mean, it just you look at these names on the uh, exactly. defensive stat sheet. You just nobody stands out that's going to be a game changer, and it's just it's unfortunate. Yeah, it really is a pity, and um, that's not taking a shot at anyone. That's just telling you that's just who they are. That's where they're at. Oh, Dean is back. Dean is in Valpo. Hey, Dean. Sorry about that. Hey, that's okay. I'm back. Hey, um, I'm going to stay with the host uh, on this program. Uh, in case anybody has missed it in the last month, the Bears are one freaking exciting team. Now, that's what makes the game of football, is to never know what's going to happen next. But the thing is, is the staff needs to take advantage of the fact that they are an exciting team. Uh, they need to uh, perk up their their online emotions a little bit. Uh, nobody's out there cheering. Uh, make it look like you're earning your money. Cheer for the other guy, the other guys on the team that are out there on the field. I've got a thing that uh, that I call SAS, and it's strength, anger, and speed. And I think that the Bears this is just my personal opinion because I'm not capable of talking all the details like you guys do about a player and uh, a play and things like that. But if the Bears could focus on getting strength, anger, and speed, no matter what the guy is or who he is or what play or position he's played in college, get that guy on the team and teach him the position that you want him to be in. And then take and polish the team for what they did this year, which was good, in my opinion. There was a lot of good stuff this year. And then take and study every freaking tape video that you can come across of every crazy, abnormal play that you've ever seen in the game of football and teach the Bears to be exciting, both for the crowd and both for themselves, and get somebody in there that can provide them some inspirational uh, attention. I mean, in the locker room. I mean, in practice. Thanks, I mean, Dean. at lunch. That's nice. Th- thanks very much, Sass. Okay. I like, I like his ideas, but it's just not going to work. And he Go is, Bears! Yes, sir. And he is right. It is an exciting team to watch with Justin Fields. Yes. He's in there. Just that shows from last week to this week. I mean, last week was no question. It was a, uh, you know, Ten just, times better yes, watch yes. this week. A yes. lot more fun. I mean, listen, I was hesitant about him playing, and I was worried about you know, the kind of risk reward arithmetic, whether that was working, but I'm delighted that he played because he gave you so much to watch, but why? Because he's like a really talented player Mm -hmm. and he he can do something that nobody in the league can do. He can take the ball and run 50 plus yards. He's done it three times. You're not supposed to be able to do that. 
a 56-yard touchdown run today, that that's extraordinary, and he's done it three times, and he's actually done it four times. There was just a holding penalty called on one of them. The guy is unbelievable, but he's super talented. I don't agree with your sass that, that <laughs> having anger and having – get some good bloody players in here. Get some football players. Get some football players. They, you know, they, they stumbled upon one, and they stumbled upon him. But they, they got themselves a linebacker that had – I don't know how many tackles he had today. I know he led them in tackles. He was all over the field. That guy, Jack Sanborn, is a good player. He's a mm-hmm. good football player. He's the only guy I've seen on that defense that has stood up to the point where I'd say, well, that guy deserves another contract. That guy deserves – not another contract, another season. Yes. Right? And, and Patrick, you know, you've been in the NFL. You know how difficult that is. Mm-hmm. The, the, you know, don't give them credit for not putting a talented team together. It doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, it doesn't. But I was thinking this, too, while he was talking – or while he was rambling – how many other bad teams have been fun to watch? Not just Bears. I mean, other NFL teams yeah. have you been, they're terrible, but I want to watch it because of this guy. And it is. It's kind of must-watch TV if Justin Fields is out there. I'm saying if you put him on the national stage and they had to play a, a Sunday night game, I think a lot of people would tune in even to I this bad, bad Bears team just to see him. Yes. And he's just that dynamic of a player. And he's, you know, he's not changing the NFL, but he's adding to the NFL of another great, exciting player to watch. But – if you get a, a guy of that ability at every position you can think of or every crucial position you can think of, you're going to have a really good team. Mm-hmm. And, and I mean, you're right. The, the, he is the price of admission. He is the reason you go and the reason you watch, and he keeps you absolutely tantalized. But I don't know that they have enough outside of him to make you feel like they can win on a regular basis. No, they can't right now. We, we we know they've got a long way to go. And it is nice here in this city, though, that it's always been a defensive town. You go to yeah. watch the Bears play defense, and hopefully they score for, on the defense. You see a great play from Brian Urlach or a big pick, sack, or whatever from somebody. But now we have what fits in this style of, of, of NFL now. You need a great quarterback, an athletic quarterback, a game changer like he is. And I'm excited to see what he can do. And he keeps improving, but he is. He is worth the price of admission because he keeps putting together these darn 55 Fifty yard plus runs, and he just—he's the—he's showing he's the best athlete on the field, and it's nice to say we have that—that that we have that in this city finally. What what does it remind you of? Of you know when Devin Hester was—I I know they're completely different players, but Devin Hester for two years did that. Yeah, where where he did things that you never thought were possible, and it, and I would imagine that every time he was on the field, everybody kind of stopped and looked. And that's what we're talking about with Justin Fields, Yeah, that, that he's capable of making a huge play. Yeah, and he, that both those players too, you, you're, you're wanting the other team to score. So you get the kickoff <laughs> return, right? <laughs> I know punt's different, but then you yeah. want the other team to score because you get to see the Bears' offense. You can't wait for them to him to run out there and be on offense. Like you're, Hopefully it's not a – you're hoping it's a punt return or a punt. You want them to stop. But if they do score, I'm like, oh, okay, Justin Fields is going to be back out there. All right, three one two six forty four sixty seven sixty seven. You're listening to the post game show on the score. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. 
Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Just that the first interception. Can you just walk us through that play? Yeah, um, just a dig route. Uh, I think 23 made a great play on that play. Um, you know, EQ was underneath him, but... I mean, at that point, once you throw that ball, uh, you anticipate the throw, and then boom, he jumped it. And then, really, at that point, you just like to see the receiver, you know, come back to the ball. Um, you know, we always just try to tell the receivers that, you know, those DBs are gonna, you know, they they want that pick each and every time, so they're gonna attack that ball. So, yeah, that's just a uh, you know timing throw, uh, anticipated throw, and uh, I think 23 just made a good play on that. Yeah, I got to go back and look at it. I just know what kind of what kind of concept it was. You know, um, obviously, you like him to be able to break it up if he could, but uh, step, you know, come back to the ball, etc. I had to go back and look at it. It's the post game show on the score, and you heard there the voices of the quarterback Justin Fields, followed by the coach. Matt Eberflus, and they both seem to feel that uh, Equinemius St. Brown should have come back for that ball, that, uh, that that was more on him than on the quarterback. I don't know. It's interesting to hear, though, now, these coaches and players are, especially Justin Fields, being so honest about a shoulder surgery or shoulder yeah. injury, how, oh, what I it know. was, and then really breaking down that play. And not, I don't feel like he was calling out EQ, but it's just kind of just really being honest and describing the play instead of saying – well, let me go back and look at the tape. You know, they always go back and look at the tape. Let's always, you know, they normally say that. So it is, it is interesting that both him and Eberflus said that, like that he needed to come back for the ball. I think he needed to come back for the ball. Flus did say at the end, 
I need to go back and watch the tape to really break it down. But I guess I kind of like that honesty. And if if that's the way the locker room is going to work and it works well, that's okay. Just you hope EQ doesn't take it, you know, the wrong way. Well, I I'm not arguing that. I I think it's weird to me that my measure, and I'm I'm not talking about anyone else. I'm saying my measure of what a good teammate is has mm-hmm. changed. And I think that I felt back in the day that, for instance, when, when Jay Cutler, who was at the game today, as, as, uh, as Mark Grody told us, when he left that championship game with a knee injury, the Bears, because it is, you know, just the way you do it, they did not want to limit the idea that he could come back. So you were told, well, you know, he's questionable with the knee. He could come back. Apparently, he had a bad yes. knee injury. And so he was never coming back. But because they said that, other players around the league started criticizing Cutler and questioning his toughness. That guy got sacked like nine times and a half. Yeah. I don't that think was bad. Was... The Bears botched that big time. They botched they, that. They, they botched that. That was just bad messaging and, exactly. and really messed it up for Jay. And I felt bad for him because I saw him at halftime. He came out in the field the second half and was trying to throw. I've had an MCL injury. I've seen Mike Brown play through like a grade three. I've seen guys that wow. can't play with a grade one. I had a grade two, and it took me two weeks to come back and play. And the doctors always say an MCL is different for everybody. An MCL is completely different. for you. Not everybody can play through it, even if you brace it up and all that kind of stuff. He did try to play. I hate to go back all the way, you know, that many years ago, but they botched it. They they botched the messaging with that. So what I'm saying now is the messaging now is a little more clearer, and maybe Justin Fields has that that regard from other players that he's that he can go out there and say that that he can kind of be more direct. Maybe he has that relationship with those receivers that that's the way he's kind of holding them accountable, and maybe okay. they, maybe there's a, some respect between the players and, and Justin Fields that. Okay, if he does say that, I'm all right with it because he is right, which and is I, which I find interesting. Maybe I that agree that, with that, you. that might be wrong, but that could be right. And if it is right, I think that's great that there is that that level of respect for Justin to be able to say that and hold his teammates accountable. But there's a fine line with that, a very fine line with that in the locker room. And I, the thing I was going to say is that Justin coming, being forthright about what the shoulder injury was, was almost. It's much preferable yes. than having a guy like Cutler thought about as somehow not being a tough guy, which is absurd. Mm-hmm. Um, but but we saw that happen, and I I hate that idea. So if if the team wants to play Morocco Mole as dating secret squirrel, that's their business. Everything is you know uh, this ridiculous kind of hidden. Se- he came out and talked about what exactly he had. And I, it was mind-boggling to me because I don't think I've seen that from players. No, we don't. And he, t- he took the situation, put it in his own hands. Yeah, that's what you know. It's it's different. It's different from what you see at Hallis Hall. It's different from what you see from most teams. But you know, I I, I guess I kind of like it because it's fresh and this yeah. kid's playing well. And um, if he continues to grow to be the leader he is, and you hear how good he is at Hallis Hall and how much guys respect him, that I'm okay with it. But but I mean, as a as a former sports writer, I'm so used to hmm. hearing people cover for other players that it was mind-boggling to just hear that. Yeah, Where, yeah Equinemius St. Brown should have come back. I'm sure you, you he should You probably look up from your pad of paper and you're like, wait, did you just say what you I thought did. you said? <laughs> I did. 
Yeah, I don't have to go read the tea leaves and figure what? out this. And yeah, yeah, yeah. making Honestly, your job easier. Yeah, yeah, crazy. But uh, anyway, that that was uh, very interesting to hear that from him. Uh, let's get back to the phone lines. Jeff is driving home from the game. Hey, Jeff. Hey, guys. Thanks for taking the call. This is a therapy session, and I appreciate you taking it. This is on behalf of every season ticket holder. Shows up at 6 a.m. We tailgate, and at the end of the day, our coach hasn't won a division game. Our field goal kicker missed an extra point and a field goal. Our quarterback threw two interceptions. We lost to the Packers. I mean, I get it's a new season, but last year with Khalil, with Roquan, with Robert Quinn, we didn't make stops against Baltimore. We didn't make stops against anybody else. Other than playing for a draft pick, where's the optimism? Well, number one. Yeah. Number Number one. one. The guy we were just talking about. I think that's that's the optimism to continue to see his growth. I think – Every GM, every team in this league, they want a quarterback they can lean on. A franchise guy you call the number one quarterback, you know, the guy that you can just lean on every game. You know when you line up with him, you have a legit chance to win every Sunday. And I think this kid is working working out to be one of those. We talked about it in the pregame, this idea that uh they ran a graphic on the on the on the game last week <laughs> that guys that run the football, how does that work in the playoffs? And it's mind-boggling to contemplate that. I would welcome that discussion. I would welcome the Bears going into the playoffs and being concerned that they're too run-oriented. <laughs> uh, I, I would love I don't that. Think, I don't <laughs> think they're anywhere near that. No. Uh, you know, I, I think they have one thing going for them right now, and, and we know who it is. Yeah, and I, I think today's game plan overall, if you take the grand scheme of it, I think that's what you need to see with Justin Fields going forward, throwing it the way the many times that he did, throwing for over 200 yards, 250 yards, and then then add the little run game. Don't make the run game the first thing. Make his arm the first thing, but he'd be able to have that run game if and when you need it just because it is so valuable and he's so good at it. Then he's a complete quarterback in the NFL. He can read defenses in the passing game, hit the open receiver, and then do dynamic things he does, wild things he does with his legs. I got to be honest with you. I think that is really a, a, an excellent way of looking at it, Patrick. And I, my my hope is the Bears are heading to the bye week, and the Bears are going to go into the they're going to go back into the laboratory. And if they could improve in the way they did in the mini bye, and I, you know, listen, they need players, and I'm not pretending like the talent level is there, but I think that you could kind of contemplate. How are we going to use the quarterback? You know, his shoulder will be better, but exactly what you just said. It's not necessary. We know he can run. We feel good about the special quality he has as a guy that can burst down the field for 60 yards. How do we get better and more out of this passing game? How do we get Claypool more involved in this passing game. And Cole Komet has made a huge step forward. And, and, and you know, Robert Montgomery can catch the ball. I just wonder if that's what's going to happen over this kind of respite, this yeah, repose. I, I, I can see it happening. because In this game plan, I'd like to go back and get the numbers. We didn't see as many movement passes. We saw a lot more drop back. And the O-line protected well. Yeah. And Justin Fields yeah. did a very nice job. And I, yes, everybody's saying on the text line, he had two interceptions, how can a 75 rating be that good? I'm like, well, you just look at the entire entirety of this game and its growth. And you take some of the good he did. 
I thought he did a great job from the pocket. He didn't try to extend it too much with his legs of, of taking off downfield. He extended it with his legs around the pocket, and then he took the checkdowns when he needed to. How many throws did he have to Cole Komet that were little five-yard gains that keep the chains moving, You know, put you in second and five? Um, I thought that was, that was a good part of his game. We mentioned the mistakes in crunch time, right? Yes. And, and you want that to, to obviously disappear, but there's a, there's a great value in, in getting him to work through those sorts of things. 100%. And today felt like one of those games. And I'm looking forward to watching the All-22 to see what he saw from the pocket and how well he did play from the pocket. Take out the two interceptions. I want to evaluate it that way. Let's uh, close it out with Mike. Mike's in Lombard. Hey, Mike. Hey, guys. Let me tell you, I've been watching the Bears a long time, and I can't tell you how frustrated I was. Um, Fields is great. Uh, and, and the problem is, is everyone's looking at and even talking about Fields is nuts because he was great. The coaches are driving me crazy. I know it's their first year. Guys, if you're, gonna, if you're fourth and in inches up by two against the Packers with two of your starting safeties gone um, and you know Rodgers getting the ball back, Maybe you still go for it, but I could see if they kick a field goal. Third and five, and he does, and he, he he accepted the field goal. He runs the ball. Yeah, that happened. It did happen, and unfortunately, <laughs> they lost to the Packers again. Dang it! But Mully, I guess I'll see you in two weeks. Yes, Patrick, enjoy your bye week. Um, I'm going to enjoy mine. All right. We're going to have a nice little break, and then we're going to get built up and ready to rumble. We're going to close this thing out the right way. I hope the Bears can do the same. I'll be on tomorrow morning at 530. I believe you're Tuesday, right? Tuesday at 11, and studs, let's go grab a beer. I need something after that loss. I heard there's a rumor that there's some long snapper floating around the studio. There might be today. I hope there's one sitting at the uh, at the desk tomorrow when I come into work. Depends on late studs, uh, late studs no, when I, I stay think, here. Yeah, I don't think <laughs> I, I don't think that would work out at all, Sam. <laughs> all right, uh, Adam Stasinski, thank you, buddy. Great job in the pregame and the postgame, and uh, apologize for not thanking you profusely earlier. The Bulls are coming up, right? We got a Bulls game, I believe. Bulls getting ready to uh, turn it all around. I think Alonzo Ball's playing tonight. No, no, that won't happen. All right, great stuff. Bears no longer the winningest franchise in NFL history. That's okay. They'll get that back. They're going to take the North at some point. Great stuff, Patrick. We'll talk to you soon. See you, buddy. Take care, studs. See you, pal. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. <laughs> 